Houston Dynamo, Portland Timbers, Sporting Kansas, Los Angeles Galaxy, HPAS, Toronto FC, Salt Lake, Chicago Fire, Columbus Crew, FC Dallas, York Red Bulls, Pitch Pass, your all-access credential to the people that matter in MLS. Here's your host, Greg Roach. Welcome to Pitch Pass. Thank you again. And as always, I know I say this every week, but I truly do mean it every week. Thank you so much for downloading the show. And if you could, spreading the word about the show. I guess that's just as important as downloading it, but it actually isn't. But it kind of is. So if you like what you're hearing and if you've heard an episode or two in the past and you continue to come back, we thank you. And we ask you to just tell some friends, tell some of your MLS loving friends, tell some of your Euro snob friends that we're here and that uh, we kind of do some stuff every week. And hopefully you will enjoy it and they will enjoy it as well. If you download it on iTunes, thank you for that as well. Subscribe. That way you'll get the episode as it's released and you won't have to wait for any tweets or anything like that to go out. But if you do, follow us on Twitter, at Pitch Pass. And uh, by the way, back to the iTunes. If you are following or subscribing through iTunes, very much appreciate it. Now, if you could rate the show, that would be even better. And if you could leave a comment, well, that would make you the greatest of all time. PitchPass.com has all of this information for you, as well as all of the past episodes of the show and a couple of columns as well. Sebastian Salazar of Comcast Sports Now Houston uh, writes for us every once in a while. He puts up some great stuff that not just has to do with the Dynamo, but also some U.S. Men's National Team stuff. He had a great feature uh, recently on Stuart Holden uh, that you can watch and, and listen to. And also uh, some comments from some of the CONCACAF managers as how they feel or how they perceive MLS. It's very interesting stuff. It's all at PitchPass.com. I'm leading up all of this to tell you that we've got a shorter show today. Only got one guest, but it's a good one, though. The hottest team in MLS is the surprising, the surging New England Revolution. And who better to do it than the guy, in my opinion, who kind of is the catalyst for everything that happens offensively for the Revs. And that's midfielder Lee Wynn, who joins us right now. Lee, how are you? How's it going? I'm going good, thanks. Lee, I don't want to push any pressure on you, but as I said in the intro to the show... You're the only guest this week. The the whole burden of of our offensive thrust falls on you, sir. Oh man, you put too much pressure on me. I know. Well, you handled it for the Rev, so I'm figuring that you can handle it for Pitch Pass as well. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I, I this team is just so fascinating to me, and I'm really glad we we had you on because if you if you look at the pieces, you would say to yourself. This is obviously something that's going to be that that has been building up for a while, and this last week's offensive explosion versus the Galaxy shouldn't have been unexpected. But for a lot of people, it was unexpected. Were you guys shocked that you took the Galaxy out to the woodshed? I mean, we weren't we weren't shocked. I mean, uh, we we always knew we had the ability to play and win against any team. But I mean, the scoreline probably might have been a little off than you know how the game went. Um, I think uh, you know, two zero. Um, it started to, I guess, Galaxy started to kind of give up after that. But I mean, they were pretty much putting pressure on us throughout the whole first half, and um, we were just able to weather the storm and um, able to get one right before the half, which was great for us going into the second half with that confidence. Um, and then we were able to sneak another one, um, seventy minutes in, and then probably in the last ten minutes, we just got you know three goals back to back to back, which was. Uh, relief for the defense after that. But I got to ask you, because you said it wasn't a surprise to you guys. What, what has, what has happened in the past 
to lead you believe that this wouldn't be a surprise. And this is no disrespect to to the team as it as it was assembled last year or your first year on the club through now, but there hasn't been anything that's led you to believe that the Revs can go and beat the defending MLS Cup champions five nil. Yeah, I mean it, it's 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 soccer, and soccer is a funny game. You know, you can you can never really, you know, the score can go either way. So. Um, <laughs> Last year we went to LA. We beat them three-one. That shocked a lot of people as well. So, yep. I mean, this this was a great team last year. We just weren't able to put all the pieces together, and uh, now we're you know we got a, a great defense. We got a lot of uh, we got you know a lot of great guys with you know Farrell, Jose, um, you know uh, Juan, Diego, uh, all these guys that are you know adding to the to the mix um, from this year. You know, we're able to finish a lot of games now, and like we like we probably wouldn't have last year. Uh, so going into this game is if it was last year, we probably we might have tied the game one one or you know let it slip. But uh, now with the guys that we have and players that we were more confident now, and you can see it in our play and our streak that we have so far, it's it's just you know it's just the the piece that Jay's putting together for our team and, and the formation that we're playing it, it fits, and uh, I think a lot of guys are enjoying it right now. And I talked to Matt Reese. Either just after no uh, the the first week when you guys had to buy and and everybody else played and I talked to him that week and you know at that point uh, New England was truly an unknown quantity because everybody else had played and and you guys hadn't played and he kind of echoed what you just said which is kind of weird because he was saying that coming off of a preseason did you when at what point did you think to yourself wait a second we got some nice pieces here and and we could be doing a little bit of damage and people are probably going to be underestimating us going into the season. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I kind of saw it uh, with the pieces that we were picking up in the off season, and I was like, man, these are some good pickups. And then um, with the addition of Juan Aguadero as well, which yeah. is huge for us, he's helped us so much and our, made our team more dynamic now. But um, it's just you know we 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 had we had the pieces together, and you know we, we just weren't able to put the chemistry, I guess, as, as you would say, but. Um, it, it took us a couple games, you know, uh, we were maybe, we had a win, a draw, two losses, whatever, in the first four games, but after that, after the New York game, you know, we we just, we, we had a meeting with all the players, team got together, said, hey, guys, we're, this is a great team, we have a great group of guys, let's just not worry about the past four games, and let's just focus right now, play game by game, and after that, you know, uh, we just, we just started getting on a roll, and now the past you know, three games where we're like plus 10 goals. So um, uh, you can see our offense was clicking. Our defense was always spot on throughout the first um, couple games. It was just our offense was lacking goals, and now that's together. It's just a it's just a great piece. So has the key been just making sure everybody is, is on the same page and everybody getting their games in and now everybody kind of knowing what everybody else is doing and knowing the system better, I guess? Yeah, well, at first, at first, you know, we were kind of tinkering with the system. We didn't really have a set system we were playing. We, you know, uh, even in the preseason, we were playing a four-four-two, four-two-three-one, four-three-three, and you know whatnot. And it, it, I mean, it took us a little while to find where everybody was going to um, excel. And uh, I think the formation that we're in now, you can clearly see that we're excelling in, in all different areas, and uh, it's working out for us. And, and the guys are confident. And the guys are excited. And uh, you can see it on the field. You can see it through the scores that uh, we put up against our opponents. I want to ask you about a couple of matches in particular because uh, they're the ones that I kind of have circled. We talked about the L.A. match as kind of a, a big match in the the evolution or the maturity of, of this team. Um, 
let's go to the RSL loss and the way that you guys lost that match. Um, is If there is such a thing as a good loss, could that count as a good loss for a team like you guys who were kind of coming together? Uh, and you could have fallen apart after that, and instead you went on the run that you're currently on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, uh, it's, it's it's never good to lose, but um, as long as you're learning from your losses and uh, and you can take the positives away from it, which we did, you know, um, we, we we played well against Salt Lake. You yeah. know, we we held we held the majority of the possession for most of the game, and um, you know, it was just we weren't able to finish it out. You know, um, we had them we had them on the back foot, and we just we just let up, and we gave them two goals in uh, the last. 15, 20 minutes or so. And then we also had a chance to tie it at the end when we were able to close it out as well. And so, I mean, just that, knowing that against a team like Salt Lake, who were one of the best teams last year, and we were in the game for the majority of for the whole for the whole time, and we just let it slip away on, and that was all for it. And so, you know, after that, we're like, hey, guys, let's, let's just get it together. And, um, you know, we just need to go on a run. And, and once we know that we could do that, then, uh, you know, we can start pushing on the top of the tables and, and, you know, eyes are on the playoffs now. So what was the difference between that loss and, say, a lot of your losses last year where you played well enough to, to get some sort of result, it didn't, and then it didn't turn into anything? Uh, how What was the difference between those losses last year and this loss, which was kind of a, you know what, line in the sand time now, this is it? Yeah, it was, um, you know, one of the things we, we said before the whole team got together and said before preseason, and Jay uh, alliterated it after the Salt Lake game as well, was, hey, we can't get down on ourselves after a loss, no matter who, where it is, when it is, against who, but let's not try and put two losses together. Uh, let's not let's not get that streak going like we did last year where, you know, we lost the game and we got the game down on ourselves, being negative, and that loss turned into two, turned into three, four, five, whatever. And so, you know, our model this year was, hey, if we lose, we're not losing the next game, and we're going to, you know, do whatever it takes to to get a positive point. And I think that's that's been the goal this year. You know, um, we we did it after the New York loss, and then, like you said, after the Salt Lake loss, and after that, it's just it's just propelled us onto the streak we're on now. So, talk to me about the the Dynamo match. You guys took a lot of grief for your tactics. Uh, in Houston, mostly from the Dynamo, obviously, but uh, I think for a lot of people, they thought to themselves, "Well, that's what the, that's what the, a team like New England needs to do to go and get a result on the road." Uh, you guys have kind of taken that whole attitude and turned it on its head, where it's like, "Okay, you know what? We don't need to play negatively to get a result, but if we have to, we will." Um, did you guys take anything away from the Houston comments based on your match against them? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see how we were being negative. Um, you know, I, I know Brian King and a couple of the guys were, you know, probably not too happy about. Um, I guess they were saying we were time wasting or whatever. But I mean, the guys that guys that got hurt were hurt, and um, you know, they they played nasty against us. And, and you know, against Houston is always going to be a physical game, so you know, we just got to battle through it. And I thought we played, we played. You know, our soccer game for the majority of the time, we had possession and we created some great goals. But, um, you know, it's, in going away games like that, you know, you're going to have to, you know, have to, you know, play to your advantage. If you're yeah. up 1 0, if you're up 1 0, 2 1, whatever it is, you, you know, you're not going to rush to the corner flag and take a quick corner kick. You know, you're going to take your time, obviously. And uh, if it was Houston on the other end, they would have done the same. And, you know, we wouldn't have any quarrels about it. That's just how the game goes. But, 
you know, um, you just figured uh, Houston Dynamo's um, conference champions, you know, they just would have handled it a little bit better. And But, um, you know, every time you lose, someone's going to have something to say. Well, I think at that point is when, I, at least for me, it was I, I made it a point then to start checking Revolution results, who they were playing. Do I want to watch them on on MLS Live? Because I was like, oh, wait a second, if if they can go and get a result there, I know you guys had you got points in in Portland and in Seattle, but going down and taking three points against the defending Eastern Conference champion to me that was the signal that this is a team that I, I need to start paying more attention to. I, I'm surprised you didn't tweet out Lee just scoreboard, just just the word scoreboard and tweeted it. That's all you needed to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, um, I think enough people, uh, they've seen it already, you know, <laughs> and enough people tweeted it, so I don't think I needed to push it any further. But, um, you know, we're going to let the soccer do the talking. And so far, you know, we got the guys, they've played so well. Our defense has been rock solid. Uh, all of our back four, our goalie, Bobby, you know, they've done so well to keep us in all the games. And that's, I think that's, that's what's helped us the most. And then now that our offense is clicking, you know, that just makes our team so dangerous. And, you know, whether it's Diego, yeah. Agudelo, me, Sayer, Jerry, any of these guys, Juan, any of these guys can put the goal uh, in the net and change the game. So, I mean, you, you, it's just like, you know, who who do you mark, who do you cover? Yeah. And it's just that type of thing. And, you know, we didn't have that last year, and, and uh, now now we do. And so I think people are going to start – you know, looking out for us, and I think a lot more people are going to watch us play now because we're playing in the tracks of soccer as well. And that's what I, in the intro for you, I said, in my mind, you're the catalyst for everything that happens offensively uh, for the Revs, and it's got to be exciting for you. You mentioned last year, maybe you had a target at the beginning of the year, Sire, the end of the year, Jerry, but now when you, you rattle off the names that you, you just did, Aguadelo, Toha, Sire, uh, Kellen Rowe having a great year, Diego yeah. uh, breaking out, for, for a creative guy like you, it's got to be really exciting to get into to practice and play games with these guys. Oh, my God, yeah, even Kellen, too. And, and uh, Kellen makes it so easy because, you know, he works so hard on both sides of the, of the field. And, you know, just, yeah, now now it's like I have options everywhere. You know, before maybe it was, you know, the other teams, could, you know, they knew who, my, knew who I was going to play to or whatnot. Yeah. But now it's like, you know, I, I can play it to Sayan. I know he's going to do the job. I can play it to Diego. I can play it to Juan. I can play it to any of these guys. And, you know, they're going to get the job done for us. And that just makes it so much harder to mark us and uh, defend us. And I think uh, that's why you can see now uh, we're starting to put whole, you know, goals together. And we're offensively, we're clicking. And, uh, you know, defensively, we've been strong all year. So that's why we are where we are so far. And, um, you know, this is where we're not even halfway through the season. So who knows um, where this team can go. I uh, talked uh, about two years ago to Kyle McCarthy, who covers you guys, um, about Diego Fagundes. And and at the time, he had just made a couple of brief cameo appearances, and it, he looked really exciting to me. It took him a while to get his legs under him. Um, what do you see as the biggest growth from him last year to this year? Is it just another year older for a young guy like that? Yeah, I mean, um, Jay's done a great job in uh, you know, bringing him along. And, um, you know, he's young, so you don't you don't want to put him – too much pressure on him too fast and uh he's i think he's done a great job with uh you know you know slowly bringing him along and uh he's just you know he's gained experience and that's the main thing he's just he's got a lot of experience since since he's gone pro and um now with that experience has has come confidence and uh this kid's got a lot of it and i mean he's only 18 so he's got a bright future and uh you know we're all happy that he's on our team 
Okay, so you say you're all happy that he's on the team. Does that mean that you're the one who hangs back with him when everybody else goes out and does adult things on the road? Oh, I mean, he, he can handle his own. We're not worried about. But when you that. got when you guys go out and do the adult things, the over twenty one type things, who who hangs back with him and goes, "All right, I'll, I'll hang with you." Oh no, I mean the, the kid. He's he's you know um, he's he's very well known. He's got friends everywhere. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, we we go out, but you know, he we always we always want to bring him along. We we try not to you know. Um, if he wants to come along, we're gonna we're gonna go like go to the movies or we'll go out to eat or whatnot. But um, a lot of the times, you know, he, he's got he's got his own agenda and he's doing stuff with his own friends. Uh, okay, as well, so, so wait, so when he's so when you're on the road in in say Portland, he's got friends that he knows in Portland. I mean, it's amazing, man. I mean, you never you never realize, but he's probably one of the guys on our team who wants tickets for every game <laughs> we go to. It's like, how do you have friends in Columbus? Like, you know, we we don't understand this and. uh it's just he knows everybody everywhere, and uh, I guess it's just you know he's he's popular. How many people? How many people in different cities did you know when you were eighteen? Um, I don't think I knew anyone outside of Dallas. Exactly. That's what I don't <laughs> understand. How does he know somebody in Columbus of all places when he was born? He was born in Uruguay and Boston raised. How does he know somebody in Columbus? I'm telling you, man. He's just he's got friends everywhere. It's just amazing. Uh, he's just like uh, we're in Columbus or we're you know we're in Portland or wherever, and he's just like, hey, I need tickets. I need five. Tickets. I need three tickets. And I'm like, for who, man? He's like for my friends. And I'm just like, all right, man. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your your sojourn in Vietnam, and without getting into specifics of salary. Were, was the amount of money that you were making in Vietnam significantly more than here, or just more? Uh, it was, yeah, it was significantly significantly more. more. All right, and the cost of living in Vietnam was it the same? Was it worse, or was it, or was it, was it easier? Or was it, was it worse uh, than in Boston? It was significantly cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then it leads to the next question, Lee, which is, wh- why did you come back? I mean, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people ask me the question, and, and even a lot of my friends, you know, like, why would you come back? You, were just, you know, you were having such a, you know, good life back there, easy, you know. And you were a rock star with, there, too, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, um, that was good and all, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm still a professional soccer player, and, and you know, that's what I want to do. That's what I love to do. And uh, I just wanted to challenge myself, you know. Um, I was doing well there, and, you know, I just felt like, you know, I wasn't pushing myself, and I just needed I just needed something new, and um, and I wanted to get back on the national team, and um, so you know, and I wasn't I wasn't going to get seen in in, in, in Vietnam, so I, you know, the, the next move was you know MLS, so I said you know let's, I talked to my agent, I was like hey let's let's try to make this make this possible, make this happen, and um, you know it just it was it was tough because you know I just I had to take I had to take the hit to the, to come back, but you know. Um, like you said, I was making a lot of money, which I was able to save, and um, it gave me a little bit of cushion to come here. It just, you know, uh, luckily I wasn't in Vancouver for too long because I couldn't imagine living in Vancouver. It was more expensive living there than it is in Boston. Oh, no, that's that's interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that, to tell you the truth. It, yeah, so, I mean, um, but, yeah, it was just, you know, it's something, a new challenge I wanted to have, and at the same time, you know, it was going to give me more exposure with the national team, and so... Uh, you know that was that was the majority, or that was the main reason why. And and you talk about, or people talk about belief in yourself and and taking chances. What you just said 
is not just talking. That's a, you know what, I'm leaving money on the table to come back here uh, to prove myself and then make that money back, hopefully down the road, with my performance on the field. Yeah, exactly, and then that's what that's what uh, my my agent, you know, he he said, hey, hundred percent sure. You, are you yeah. sure? Because you know, you like we can't do one year, and then you want to go back because you're not you know you're not happy. And so, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't about the money. You know, I was like, yeah, we'll take a hit, whatever. But you know, like I want to prove myself, and I, and like you said, I, I you know I want to get my stock back up to where it was. But um, that was the main thing coming back was first, you know, like hey, we got to prove prove ourselves and then try and get back on the radar and uh, show everybody, you know, you know, a lot of people doubted me too. When I came back, like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they didn't think I was going to be the same player or that I could handle the quality of the league. But, um, now you see the, yeah. you know, my, my play from last year and, 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 you know, where the New England revolution is this year. So, I mean, I, I think our team's going in the right direction. You mentioned, um, your agent saying to you, you got to be sure because we can't, we just can't jump right back over, uh, in a year. Now that it's all in the past and things have worked out for you, did you think that when you were sitting in Vancouver? I mean, that was that was always the plan, and so uh, I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just blessed and I'm happy that you know, all things happen. <laughs> You're shifting into PC mode on me, Lee. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, <laughs> things not working out in Vancouver was, you know, was all the best for me, and uh, you, can, you know, it worked out, and. To be able to play for uh, Jay Heaps, uh, it's 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 been it's been great. You know, he he's he works so well with the players. You know, and he understands where we're coming from, and and he tries to get the best out of you. And you know, in the second year, he's just you know he's turned the team around, and he's put he's put the pieces together. He's put us in the right formation that's going to make us play our best soccer. And uh, he's moved me to a midfield where where's where's my preferred position, anyways. And uh, like uh, it's it's just it's just an amazing journey that we've that I've 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 made and uh, I mean I'm very fortunate I'm very blessed uh, to be where I'm at and uh, I couldn't have done it without you know all the support of my family and my agent you know I mean it was, <laughs> they questioned me at first but they they were 100 percent behind my decision they said all right let's do it you know we're doing this we're doing this and I said all right now Lee I'm not gonna lie to you I I usually try to keep. Uh, the guys that I have on from slipping into uh, PC talk, especially uh, sports speak. But you, you so slipperily got out of that situation with your with your PC cliches. You almost nailed every cliche in there. I got to tip my cap to you. It's nicely done. Well done. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So last thing before I let you go, uh, have have we figured out our alternative PK takers for New England now? Oh, I'm sorry. So say that again. Have we figured out who's taking PKs if you are not available? <laughs> I mean, uh, I think anyone on our team is, you know, uh, is capable of doing it. So it's just whoever is confident at the time. But um, I mean, that's 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 uh, it's up to the players and up to Jay to decide <laughs> who takes that. But, uh, Lee, all you gotta um, say is, all you gotta say is, no need. I always plan on being on the field. Well, yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> but you know, you can't, you can't always, uh, you can't always, you know be in charge of what happens uh with that so but i mean if if, if it does happen again i'm confident you know say or uh whoever it is will you know we'll put it in next time but um if if i'm out there i'm def- i'll definitely yeah. uh, i'll definitely put it in you you're the guy we've already they that's already been established jay has come out and said lee is our guy it's just behind you is what i was concerned about but you're saying it's all gonna work itself out yeah i mean that, that was just that was just unfortunate that was a tough loss but um if, if, uh, if we're in that situation, you know, I promise uh, 
Hopefully, that'll, that'll definitely <laughs> go in next time. <laughs> Lee, I've enjoyed watching you play uh, last year with New England, and this year uh, I'm so happy and excited that you guys are uh, are blossoming as a team, and it's it's exciting to have another team that plays a, an attractive brand of soccer uh, in MLS, and so continued success for you and the rest of the team this year. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, no problem. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, and um, hopefully uh, we keep impressing you guys. For more show information, go to pitchpass.com.